Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Expert Series. This is really an inspiring, empowering event where some of the world's cutting-edge mind, body, spirit, healers, coaches, and leaders are coming together to share with you their wisdom, their tools, so that you can move beyond your fears, self-doubts, limiting beliefs, plus heal your pain, illness, and trauma. So, as you all know, I am your host, Tanya Penny, self-love catalyst, vibrant body, and abundant life coach. And I'm here because I'm devoted to helping you heal, whether it's pain in your body, chronic illness, trauma, abuse, so that you can enjoy a healthy body, peaceful mind, balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. So today, we have with us Meg Benedicte, and I'm truly excited to have Meg here. She is somebody that I discovered, gosh, I think it was a few years ago. I, I don't remember for how long. And um, I remember the first time I heard Meg, I don't even know if my ego could fully take in <laughs> at the time um, what she was you know, what she was doing, what she was saying, but something in me, something in my spirit, my soul said, just, just listen anyways. And so I know that um, she has just got so much to share with us today. This is such a big year, 2017. We were actually both just talking about it before we, before we started um, this session today. So let me just tell you a little bit about Meg before we dive in. So Meg is the creator of Quantum Access, a powerful healing technique that quickly shifts consciousness, unlocks karma, and removes energetic patterns so clients can accelerate their personal ascension. In 1994, Meg experienced a spontaneous Kundalini activation that opened her energy body to accept an angelic soul walk-in. Embodying a time jumper, adept in alchemy and ascension. Tapping into ancient mystery school knowledge from past incarnations in Lemuria, Sirius, Zeptepi, Egypt, Meg has developed a time-tested ascension activation program for all seeking soul integration. And for the past 20 years, Meg has been sharing quantum access in private healing, with international audiences in webinars, meditations, radio shows, CDs, and her book, Soul Realized, Unlocking the Sacred Keys of Becoming a Divine Human. 
<sighs> so everyone take a breath and welcome Meg. <laughs> ah, thank you so much, Tanya. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here with you. So I'm excited for our discussion. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm excited as well. Um, what I have found, as I mentioned to you before we before we started this, um, oh gosh, this chat, this discussion, this whatever we're gonna whatever's gonna happen today, um, you just never know actually what's going to happen uh, lately. Is what I have found. <laughs> all of the all of the ego plans and um, you know things that I think are gonna happen. Um, 99% of the time lately seem to um, unfold in a different way. So, yeah. so I'm just grateful for you to be here today and to share with us all that you, know, all that you have, all that you are. And, um, yeah, so let's, let's dive in. Um, you know, what we're really here to discuss is connecting with the divine you and really connecting so that not only can we heal our bodies, we can have the peaceful mind that I mentioned, but we can have that deeper um, soul connection and, and really live from a place of higher consciousness, um, which of course then we're able to receive, you know, 100% abundance. We're able to live in freedom. So my question to you to begin with, as I do with most, is, you know, really for you, what is, what is having that vibrant body, abundant life, that connecting with the divine you, like what does that look like for you? Um, you know, what does that feel like? What does that look like for you at this time in your life? Okay. Well, first of all, I, I pretty much view everything now as just vibrating energy. And I I began to realize when I first started working with clients 20 years ago, uh, I would say, okay, I'm going to connect with their divine self, their soul presence, and get guidance on what they need in the session. And then every time I would tune into their soul, I would realize I would get popped out of their out of their body, and get find their soul either up in their mental body or in the in the aura. I'm like, what the heck? Why is this happening? You know, and this as I began to discover this with every client and even starting to watch my own field go, okay, I don't think I'm in my body either. And mm. it was a real big kind of a, you know, a wake up call. It's like, okay, there's something that is disconnecting us to what we would call more of our, our human self from our divine yeah. self or our soul. And yeah. so that was kind of, I was on this quest. Okay. I got to figure out why is this? And, and because I believe this is a, a true, uh, root of disease, you know, if we aren't able to embody our our own kundalini life force, our own soul presence, we're slowly dying. You know, we're not getting the energy we need. We're not getting that that really high vibratory life force that we need to to really flourish. And so I was just picking away, and I actually learned a lot. And I tell people, you know, I think my, my client ses sessions are like my university. That's literally where I just <laughs> would watch and look and observe and learn. And I learned and learned. And so there's several reasons why the our energy is, is depleted um, and deficient of this beautiful divine soul essence. And it's Okay, one of the reasons is we're all vibrating too low. So we need to increase our energy frequency. And again, just kind of talking plain terms, energy 
how do we get our energy higher? Well, if you, you know, do a little basic study in just like quantum physics and, and even just general physics, um, our energy spirals. And so our galaxy mm. spirals. Everything is spiraling. And so we need to increase our spin momentum. We need to increase our spiral. We need to get our oscillation rate faster. And this starts elevating the frequency of the body, which has been pretty pretty much running seven to eight hertz, which is solid like a rock. You know, how do you get a soul mm. into a rock? So this is where right. we're we're trying to increase the frequency of the physical biology so it can actually kind of meet up to where the soul is vibrating, which is very high. So that, okay, that's the first thing. And then you start to look at everything that you're ingesting into the body that's contributing to the low vibration. And this could be, of course, food, but it could also be emotions, and it could even just be the energy around you um, or the people around you and these kinds of things. Mm. So you start to become much more selective on what you bring into your body, into your field, so that you can maintain that higher vibration. So you're really starting to uh, create an environment that the soul can descend down in. We want that higher self to come down and really uh, merge with the human self inside. Okay, vibration is one. The other thing I noticed as I was watching uh, in client sessions is we're living in a polarized electromagnetic field. This whole planet is polarized, as you can tell. And so mm -hmm. that polarity, right, is a, it's a opposition. It's a battle. It's literally a push-pull, and this is running inside us. So this also pops the soul out. When you're really polarized, it makes it very difficult for the soul to maintain a presence because the soul, of course, is very neutral, right? It's very calm and, and, and peaceful. So we have to also neutralize our own polarity. And then the third thing that I found is that there is this whole, um, oh, what do we call it? You know, it's called the veils. It's called um, separation consciousness. But it literally is, there's a, there is a system that is dividing the physical world from the non-physical world. And this is where people have a hard time being able to bridge into the non-physical world. And... And it's it's and but that's where our soul is. That's where spirit is. You know, that's where the abundance of our universe is. So we're over here, locked into a, a very low vibrational reality, and we are veiled and blocked from the rest of the universe. So this is why everyone is feeling so disconnected and 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 unhappy and depressed and you know hopeless and all these things. So we have to remove that veil or barrier between the physical and the non-physical. So we can actually merge the two worlds together. So that's where I think those are probably the three probably top ones that I've noticed have been preventing us from being able to bring um, the soul literally embodied inside us. Wow. Okay, cool. So I've got a few questions. You just gave us a, a, good, <laughs> a, good, a good chunk there. And my, my mind was going, oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Or not my mind, actually, probably my soul. But... Um, <laughs> So why is it, why do you think that we are vibrating so low? Like, wh why do you think we even came in at a, such a low vibration level, right? Because, I mean, and do we come in at that level, or so, is it because of all the yeah. things you mentioned that bring us down, yes. quote-unquote, down? And so um, when, I was, when I was originally waking up, I started to do a lot of remote viewing into uh, my other past lives, and that's where I was really starting to tap into this ancient knowledge, especially in Zeptebi, Egypt. And I saw that the original human race, 
didn't look like we do now. And they were very, um, they were almost like moving morphic fields where the, they, they, they responded to the consciousness that flowed through them. And then that's what materialized in their reality. Can you imagine living like that? I can't even imagine. I, oh I would gosh. love to. Yes. Yeah. I would uh, love uh, it. Just as you were saying that, I had, I actually could see it. Yeah. That's so bizarre. Like I just now that you just said that, I actually could see, and it was almost like they were see, they were beings, but it was almost like you could see through them. Is that yes, right? Yes, they were. Yes, they were semi um, light, you know, and, and semi solid. Yeah, they were really morphing. They were quite beautiful, and and I think what's happened, we've had um, genetic reengineering over the centuries since then that has started to limit us and lock us down. And so now we're, and they were also the original humans, were up to 12 strands of DNA, and they, that gave them access to the 12 dimensions of our universe. So they were highly evolved and multidimensional. And we're down to two strands. This is where we're locked in. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So think of the two strands as representing duality. We're locked in duality. So that's a big deal. And that's what we're in the process right now. This is why so many of us are here on the planet right now, because now we can break the link of the double helix lockdown and start multiplying strands. And this is already happening. There's, you know, you can just Google and see pictures of people. You know, they have uh, scientific studies, four strands, six strand. It's happening. And, and as we return back to being those original divine human race, then everything opens up to us. So I think, I think the vibra vibratory rate of our body will continue to get higher and lighter as we open all this back up again. Wow. And I can, even as you're, just as you're even talking right now, I can feel <laughs> my body actually responding. Good. To what you're saying, like I can, I can feel the vibration in my body, which is crazy to me, right? Because I mean, I I, I use a lot of things, I do a lot of things, um, I've worked with a lot of healers and coaches, people like yourself, people like myself, and it's like there's still so much, right? Oh, there's still um, there's still such I don't want to say a long way to go because that's you know ego perceptive type stuff, but but it's just so interesting. Um, yeah, it's just it's all fascinating. It well, it's to happening more faster, too. Yeah, it it's, you know, when I started 20 years ago, my God, it would seem like it would take me, you know, a year just to pull out one family pattern. You know, it was so slow and laborious and everything was so locked down, and but not now. And I think part of it is is what happened on December 21st, 2012. I had a really clear, in, insightful vision where it was kind of like what we see, you know, in, the, in, in aerospace where they have the big viewing room and they're watching the launch of a satellite or something. I, I worked in the satellite industry. So I saw a lot of this and the screen went dark and so it was like the controllers lost control of the global matrix simulation on that date, 12-21-12. Uh, and so since then, so it's been four years that it's unraveling and it's losing its power, it's losing its control over the human race, over our minds. And so this is where the veils are, are dropping away and people yeah. are waking up and everything's going faster now, really fast. It's very exciting. It is very exciting. And as um, <laughs> I wanted to make sure we brought up, for a lot of us, it feels very uncomfortable. It yeah. feels... Oh. 
and not even, you might even say worse than uncomfortable. For some of us, you actually, I mean, it feels like hell. It really, like mentally, yeah. physically, and emotionally, your symptoms may, um, you know, any body symptoms may yes. you know, have come back or increased or heightened. Um, depression or anxiety may, you know, be going out of the roof for a lot of people. Yeah. So, to, I guess I just wanted to bring that up so people, because a, a lot of people think things are getting worse, but actually we're feeling worse. It, everything's getting better. The vibrations raising, like you yeah. said, the, the veils are lifting. Um, the density is dissolving, and so yeah, yes, in the meantime, until it until it's fully through the process, a lot of us are going to feel quote unquote bad. Yeah, and, and I think just so they so so you can kind of put it in a perspective that your ego doesn't fight it because it will want to. It will definitely want to yeah. fight this because um, yeah. it's so uncomfortable. But one of the things that I watched uh, as I was working on myself and working on clients is it's like, oh, okay, energy releases in the same form that it came in. So if you had you had depression mm -hmm. or you had fear, it releases as fear, it releases as depression. So one of the biggest um, uh, things to watch for is, okay, if you're feeling really anxious or you're feeling really depressed, just realize, okay, you know, this is like oil on water. This is all the old emotions lifting out of me. So don't personalize it. Just go, okay, today we're clearing depression. And that way then you're, you're not, you don't get kind of pulled into it again. You don't re-experience it. You kind of stand on the sideline and observe, okay, today we're clearing fear, anxiety, or depression. And don't don't ingest it back in. <laughs> you want to keep it moving. Yeah, don't stay, don't stay attached <laughs> to it, right? Don't stay right. attached to it. You create a little space, and I love that, um, that we can say, and I believe me, I've, I've been having to say it to myself um, a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> and even though I know what it is, it still feels really can feel really, quote, unquote, you know, icky or bad. And yeah. it's, it's saying to myself, you know what, this is coming up so strong right now to leave, yeah. right? I don't, I don't have to get in fear about it. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to, um, you know, think things are getting worse. I can, if I can just tell myself, okay, let's just be with it. Let's hold the space for it because it's actually coming up to leave. It is. It's the best Amen. thing you want. You want it to go back to the light. Yes. Amen. Um, and when you talk about the veils of illusion, mm -hmm. you know, as one of the three, are you really talking about the belief systems, the egoic yeah, belief systems? It is belief systems. It could be ancestral lineage programming and patterning passed down the generations. Um, it could be literally where you... Oh, I found this so often. I had this as well. Like you would have this brilliant creative idea and then you go to try to follow it and then bam, you hit the wall in your mind and it's gone. And you're just like, what just happened? But that's the mm. wall. That's the veil. So it's it it really is um, limiting our capacity to to um, expand into such a kind of this quantum vastness of our universe where there's just unlimited ideas and creation and, and abundance and so that's yeah. that's literally like I, I I have felt it to be similar to as if my uh, my body is like my prison cell my mind is like my prison cell and I've been locked in it and I want to bust the chains and open it all out and we are doing that now we can we can get they literally look like walls 
uh, like barrier walls in the mind or um, they could feel like constriction like locking into like your musculoskeletal and just holding you tight so it is it is astral but you might feel it physically as well and experience it right. that way. Because just like emotions, right, thoughts and beliefs, emotions, they all are held in the body. Yeah, yes. They are held in the cells of the body. You know, and one of the biggest, um, I guess, illusions, uh, quote-unquote beliefs, that is coming up big time for me, and I know it is for a lot of my clients, is that whole not good enough. Oh, right, yeah. the whole like I'm not good enough, I'm not enough. Which, when we have those ideas and we have these amazing, you know, things that we're meant to to put out in the world and share with others, that one comes in big time. Have you? Yeah, that's a big one. How, how do you? <laughs> what do you do with? I'm I'm guessing that that one has come up for you as well. And, yes, and when that yes. comes up, what what do you? How do you work with that? And like for yourself and with your clients, like. I know that you have well, a process and, and you know, so what, what, do you, what do you use? What do you tell your people? Because I know it's a big one for a lot of us. So it's, it is, it's like this underlying program looping in the mind and in the emotions, and it's probably, unless this is someone's first life here, uh, it has been building up over past lives as well where they may have been persecuted and traumatized for living their life fully or living their sole purpose. And so this builds inside this trauma and fear of of truly um, kind of busting out again, right, and being in your full potential. It, it, it's, it's a constricting uh, consciousness that really holds us in. And I think it, so I think it is built up from past life persecution. It could also mm. have been, per, you know, passed down through the, the family uh, patterning and belief systems. If the family is also living in that yes. kind of sabotage, you know, limitation. And yeah. we've got this planetary matrix simulation and it's just pumping into us more of what I would call like enslavement or servitude mentality. So it's trying to make us feel like we are second class citizens and that, you know, we don't have, uh, you know, the rights to all that we we know we can live. And so it's it's very subliminal and it's very subtle, but it is pumping in and it's making us almost, I, I would call it like a doubt program. You know, it makes us doubt ourselves and makes us question ourselves and question our power, question our ability. It's meant to do that. So, okay, and so therefore controls you, us. Yeah. <laughs> holds, totally. us, holds us back, right? It, you know, holds totally. us down or back or whatever you want to yeah. say. Oh, that's so interesting. It really suppresses us, yes. So when I when I work with my techniques, so I'm I'm again back to kind of the spiral. I work with a spiraling vortex energy. So when I catch anything like that, perhaps it's I just caught a thought form of it, you know, I'm like, Oh, there there it is and so I lock my focus on it when I catch it. And or if you could be in meditation in your in your own meditation, you could conjure it up. You could call it up. But what did it feel like when you know that happened in the past? You could start tuning into it again. But lock your focus onto that pat that pattern or program, and then I command it out of my field, and I use the the spiral movement to actually move it up and out of the mental body or out of the emotional body or where it's stored in the cells, out of the physical body. So that way then you you are literally taking control of your own energy field and you're the boss, you know, you're the master of it and you're not going to allow this stuff to be running in you anymore. So when you catch it, you lock your focus on it, you command it out, you spin it out. I send everything to the light so it all transmutes to light 
and that way then you're, I call it like internal house cleaning. You're just getting in there and you're going and you're getting out the dust bunnies. You're pulling out the yep. shadow. Spring right? <laughs> cleaning. Spring cleaning is right. And you you feel lighter. You know, you start to realize that that was really dragging you down. Yeah, you start to, and you can begin to actually uh, fulfill what you're inspired now to do, you can begin to actually bring it into manifestation, which is, of course, the most fulfilling part of it all. So when you, when you do this technique, when you use this technique with your clients, it sounds like you, you do the process with them or for them, but then now they also, well, I guess two questions. You, how do I say it? So number one, you, you use the process with them. Now, are, they, are, are you doing it, quote-unquote, to them or... Are they visualizing um, and doing it with you too? Yes. Yeah. They're they. I hope they are. <laughs> they, they're yeah, working. Yeah. Thing. We're working together, but um, because they actually have to let me into their field to be able to do it right. too, so they're so they're right. definitely working with me, and they're pointing to to where it is. Okay, I'm feeling it here. I'm watching it do this. So they're guiding me, and then together we lock our focus on it. We start moving it out of the field. And yes, they do need to learn how to maintain their field on their own as well. So, you know, there's only so much I think that we can do for people. Then they have to step in and begin to, you know, contain their field and not let this stuff, you know, come back in and be able to really right. hold that center, you know, balance point inside them. So really staying in, um, really staying in our power, right, um, yeah. is, is kind of a, another way to say it, right, not letting yes. – you know, but, but of course, things do do and will get in. So when that happens, do you also work with people to teach them um, to be aware of when something comes back in and, and how to then um, shift it or release it on their own? Yes, I um, in in, a, in, a, in the sessions it's a bit uh, educational, so I'm giving them you know kind of homework and tips on how to do this on their own, and they also have it recorded so then they can work with the recording and do it on their own. Um, I've also taught you know uh, uh, training workshops and go really deep into the details of how 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 to do mm -hmm. this and what to look for. But I think I think just real simple answer is. If they feel their vibration drops again, you know, if they feel somehow they're losing their connection to to their soul essence, then that would be the time to go. Okay, let me go. Let me go sit in silence and see where this is happening. And, and so they begin to get real familiar with their own energy field, right? And to be able to tune in and just go, okay, where this, where am I feeling this happen? And then they can just go right at it on their own. So that's the goal, because I, you know, I don't want to. I'm not anybody's guru. I want everyone to be able to do this and be empowered to do it on their own. Amen to that. I think the days yeah. of the, um, you know, the hands, on, I don't want to say hands on healing is, is, you know, I'm not putting that down or saying that that can't happen anymore, but really the days of us taking, you know, learning and yeah. then using and doing it for ourselves and having people such as you and I, you know, guides that are, are teaching us, but but not necessarily doing it to us anymore. Right, right. It's definitely yeah. the new paradigm. I think we really are starting to rise up into more of this empowerment paradigm yes. for everybody. I feel empowered when I can share this with others too. So it's it's a it's a beautiful it's a it's just it's a beautiful exchange. I think of ha of energy that's happening now at that level. Absolutely, I, I would yeah. agree, and um, that's it's right. That's it's empowerment for everybody, and I think that yes. is so important. Um, you know, <laughs> for so many reasons. But yeah. so how, so how, um, 
how do people know? This is a question I get asked a lot, so I, I want to present it to you. My clients will often say to me, you know, how do I know when I am fully connected with myself and source, you know, whatever you call it? How do I know if I'm, if I'm fully, when I'm fully in my divine, you know, essence? Fully okay. connected. Um, I, I kind of go at it more from a, a practical, mechanical view. So I see our energy body inside us as our chakra pillar, and, and this is what I would call our non-physical self, and that's where we want to bring our soul presence into, especially into the heart chakra, into the, into the kind of the core main hub of the, of the energy body, of the chakra pillar. And that's when I would look, and that's when I saw the soul isn't in here. So really, truly, actually getting your soul energy into your body, into your chakra pillar. That would be the, that would be the first thing. Well, there's a problem with that because most of the chakras, if not all of them, are all clogged up. <laughs> and they're full right. of... Right, they're full of sludge. They're full of emotions yes. and and shadow. So, um, again, helping people to do they could do you know Kundalini yoga, meditation, whatever. To um, I use the vortex and just keep spinning those chakras open, getting them cleared, and that way then the soul can beautifully, smoothly descend down and in. And when you have that happen, you know your soul is made of light and sound, so you're going to feel electrical current. It's going to tingle you're going to feel it it's a surge the soul's in and it's like bliss it's love it's just beautiful and you're going to feel charged i literally feel almost like my engine's going it's amping up with that kundalini energy or your soul life force also you i found it it a couple things that it helps improve for me um as the as the soul is building inside uh, the heart you know heart solar plexus in the core there i felt more confidence growing more courage but it was it was like authentic confidence it wasn't coming from you know a superior ego it literally felt like right. oh i can do this i literally feel like it's real it's real confidence and so that felt i also felt more conviction in my in my um, soul's calling so you really get real motivated like it's literally kind of coming from your heart out into the world you you I couldn't stop it it was like we're doing this and I was like okay <laughs> you know it's just like you know the soul wants it was to pulling you it was pulling you yeah. forward but not from an ego place you know and I think so, a lot of people you know they they think oh it's my soul or it's my you know it, it's pulling me you know calling me to do this but you know, again, I, I think a lot of us we need to we need to get clear on, you know, is that really or is that um <laughs> is that my ego pushing pushing me versus me being guided and pulled by spirit. And that's probably the that's a great way to look at it, that it the ego does push. And 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 one of the things I found too is again we just talk just general flow of energy. When our energy is trying to push out into the world, you can't receive. You can't. You can't do both at the same time. So when we're pushing, the ego's pushing. We're basically cut off from receiving the soul to descend in, and we're cut off from receiving the abundance coming in from the universe. So the more that we can get, just get still and hold our energy and not push anymore. Ooh, that's a, that's a big improvement right there. Because then you can receive. Um. It. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people are, you know, maybe I found it for myself and maybe 
people that are listening, and maybe maybe you, Meg, experienced it too. But you know, of course, being um, being in this lifetime, we have been conditioned, I should say, oh, in this yeah. lifetime, really the masculine way of doing things. That's shifting now, but you know, it it was my way of doing things, and I have found in the last couple of years, and and really strongly in the past year that it doesn't it wasn't working for me anymore anytime i tried to 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 create or to um do things from that place of push or make happen nothing would happen no it wouldn't anymore yeah well (laughs) there you go our higher higher levels aren't even letting that happen like it's it's not even possible (laughs) yeah it, it loses it totally loses its uh, um, effectiveness, huh? It just becomes obsolete at that point. We have to learn. Yeah, it's like, well, don't even bother. It's like hitting your head against the wall because it's not going to work. It's not um, going to work. So, if there was one thing, or you know, if there's two, that's fine too. One, one to two things that you could share with everybody listening today: a tip or a tool that could help them to more fully, and I know we've already covered quite a bit here, but but to really make it concrete, something that they could do even on a daily basis, something maybe you do on a daily basis, that could help them to more fully connect with, embody their divine. Okay. So some of the some of the regular practice that I, I learned through this whole process, I, I had to get grounded in my body. I wasn't grounding. I didn't even know what yeah. that was. So I had to learn, okay, well, how do you ground? So that would be one thing. I get out of bed. I get my feet on the floor. I connect my feet chakras. They literally work like magnets. And so I lock down onto the light grid of our planet. So that would be one thing people can do. You're literally choosing where you ground every day. So you can choose to ground into this more conscious, harmonious world, or you could choose to ground into the polarized world. Well, I choose to ground in the harmonious world. So that's where I lock my feet onto. I use your intention. If you visualize, you can literally imagine the ley lines of light around the Earth's surface, and you get your feet on that, lock your feet onto that. That would be the first thing, grounding. The other thing that was a big deal that my my spirit team kept insisting is get out in nature and i mm. you know i liked i liked exercising i liked being out i lived in los angeles but they were like we're doing this again no no pushing right we're going to do this a different way so uh, i lived at the beach in in marina del rey so they're like okay get out onto the the bluff out there and you're surrounded by the elements of nature and they said, open your field and absorb nature. Absorb the elements because literally we cannot manifest here without nature. And so that mm. was all new to me. I, I didn't even know. I, I was brilliant but new. And so I spent years out at the beach absorbing in the elements. And what I found is, especially when um, the last few years I was living in Mount Shasta in California, I would get up to the top of the mountain, and there's this sacred American Indian meadow. It's called Panther's Meadow. And I would sit in, in, in the quiet, and the bees and the birds are buzzing around. I sit in the meadow, and I watched, psychically watched my body, and the, all the cells were starting to reorder. I was like, holy cow, what's happening here? And they said, nature is a field of coherent order. Every time you get into nature, your brain waves 
balance, they go higher, your vibration goes higher, you clean your aura, like get in nature. That would be two of the things I would recommend everybody to make time if they can. Of course, I don't think we can ascend without meditation because we have to get that connection yeah. to the soul. So those are three things that I would recommend as no, often as you I can. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And, and, you know, I think it's really important, too. Well, first of all, I, I love the grounding. That's something I... I'm glad you reminded me of that again because that's something yeah, yeah. that I haven't consciously been doing for a while, and so I'm definitely going to start doing that again. And I like how you said that we can, with our intention, consciously choose to ground into the the non-polarized, the non-dual, right. the the one that is more spacious and open. And um, yes, that energy. And I forgot what was the word you actually called it. You said the it's something nature. It's definitely a coherent field of order uh, in nature. And um, okay. and then when you ground, you can select to ground to the light grid of that harmonious earth. And that was then you're, you are yeah. setting that as like the foundation of your life underneath you, literally I love underneath that. you. Yeah. yeah, literally. I like that light literally. grid of, harmony, of the harmonious earth. Yes, earth. I love yep. that. Yeah. And then the nature part... Um, my gosh, it seems so simple, right? But for so many of us, I'm, it, it's amazing because so many people are inside yes. working. Big city. Remote, yes. <laughs> it's sitting, yes. right? And the, one of the biggest things I found for me in healing um, lots of things, but definitely the multiple sclerosis that I, that I had in the past, was the more that I got out in nature and connected with that divine order of nature, I could feel that too. I could feel my mind, my body reorganize, calm, like my, my central nervous system would calm down because it was so amped from the past trauma I had too, mm -hmm. which many of us do, um, past lives in this lifetime. So definitely that nature piece, oh, I love that. And that's hugely important to, to get outside. And, and of course, I uh, love the meditation piece too. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to say to everyone listening, like I know that a lot of us have the belief that we don't have enough time, right? I don't, I don't have time to get outside. I don't have time to meditate. And I think we're at the point, though, it's like how do we not make time to do those things that we know are going to help us to not just only heal but to ascend, right, to um, – and it Just doesn't have to it. take a lot of time. It really no, doesn't. No. Mika, crawl into bed and for 10 minutes just meditate into, you know, just ohm in your mind. You know, can, there's so many ways we can do this where, you know, everyone's busy, but you can carve out a little time each day. I think it's just think of, I used to think of it and it helped me introduce it into my routine. It's like, okay, it's just think of it like an additional meal, but this meal is going to be energy. This meal is going to be light. And then mm. it made sense, you know, to just kind of carve out a little time for that because I needed it. We need it. Yeah, absolutely. And even I, I love that you said, you know, it doesn't have to be <laughs> a lot of people think like with, like with exercise, right? Well, I have to, I either have to exercise for 60 minutes or meditate for yeah. 60 minutes. It's like, no, it's like it can be five minutes of standing yes. outside in the sunshine and breathing. Breathing. Yep. Right. Standing in the simple. grass. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like put your feet in the grass and breathe. Like, so, and I know everyone's got at least five minutes. Everyone listening has at least five minutes. 
Um, and even when you choose to exercise, a lot of people go to the gym. What if you just got outside and walked mm-hmm. or ran or biked or whatever it was? So I just really felt it was important to bring up the time thing because I know that's a lot of people's sexy excuse, what I call it. Is, right. I don't, you know, our ego say, I don't have enough time for that. It's like, yeah. that is such bullshit. That's really ego resistance. So anytime you hear it, just know, okay, that's my ego resisting me evolving and ascending. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't give it any power. Yes. No, say that is bullshit and make yeah, and just do it anyways. <laughs> yep. Yep. Awesome, Meg. Um, so you have a free gift for us as well. And so it's called um Hear Heal, Clear, Break Free. And can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, sure. This is a this is a uh, meditative activations I put together. It's a, I think it runs about 30 minutes, so you would have to carve out 30 minutes. But it takes you through, literally through each of the steps to activate the whole uh, uh, quantum vortex. So you're, you're, I'm taking you into the into the sacred space, into the technique. It helps you connect to your soul and really descend that soul into your body and helps you ground. So all these things we just talked about are included in it. And then we go into some really focused clearing, healing activations, you know, really clearing out the programming, the patterning, the matrix simulation, all of this stuff. And so that you can break free from it to live as your divine self. That's our goal here is to embody the soul and live. Like literally where I get about 80, 85%, you are embodying your soul. You're able to see through the eyes of the soul. The soul speaks through you. You're acting in integrity with the soul truth. And so this is a this is a, a guided activation to help you. You can do it every day, and it really has great results. I think because I record these while I'm spinning in the vortex, so it's out of time. So any could mm. just jump right in with me there and and pick up the speed and and off we go. So I I would love everyone to try it and see see how they experience it. Wow, I just got the chills with you even talking about it. So I think um, after we after we jump off our amazing little <laughs> amazing little call here, I I think I'm going to give myself uh, the 30 minutes to um, download and use that. Um, I do have a question. Okay, so before I ask my question, everybody, um, to receive this beautiful meditation gift from Meg, um, all you have to do is, if you are listening on my website, tanyapenny.com, it'll be right below the audio player, the link for the free gift. And if you are on iTunes or Podbean listening, you can go to tanyapenny.com, and um, there'll be a page um, a link to go to the page where all the wonderful free gifts from all the speakers will be. So that's how you can um, find Meg's amazing gift and uh, carve out 30 minutes to use it. So quick question about the gift. When people are listening to the meditation, is it okay if, number one, they fall asleep or drift off, mm-hmm. and is it okay to even push play as you're falling asleep at night and listen to it? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So this comes up for me as well, that question all the time. Okay, one thing is understand that the left brain is our, what we would call our physical mind. This is where we you just basically only see the physical world and experience things through the, the physical senses. So as I'm taking you up higher and higher beyond that, that left brain, beyond the physical world, that part of our brain can't follow up with us. And so a lot of people trance out. I did too in the earlier years. 
And what's mm -hmm. happening is as you're working through this process, you're starting to open up more and more of the right brain, which is our multidimensional brain and our psychic brain. This is what we use to visualize and create. So as you continue to use it, just like I did, I had to just trust it was working, but then I saw results. So even though I was trancing out, I'm like, okay, it's working. And that was then you begin to open up the neural pathways in the right brain, and eventually I could stay cognitive while I was doing the entire process. So just know if you are trancing out, not to worry. It's still working on you. It's just that that left brain where the ego resides is not able to come up with you when you go into these higher higher dimensional realms. Okay, great. I love that explanation. Yeah. And, and yeah, like a lot of my clients will ask me, um, you know, with my meditation practices, you know, if the only time I can listen is when I go to bed at night <laughs> and I yeah. fall asleep, is that okay? I'm like, if that's the only time right now that, you know, to start doing this stuff that you can do that, absolutely. So I just... Yeah, I wanted yeah. to hear that that was cool um, as well for you. Yep, definitely. It's still working. Um, I think what will happen is you'll begin to get more conscious and want to be more personally involved in it. And so mm -hmm. you might, you know, you might also find you want to work with it when you're during the day. But it's because I think we're as we as we kind of clear out all of this, um, the veils and the blockages and all, we're moving more and more into this more co-creative space with the soul that's coming in. So you'll, yeah. you'll want to get more, more personally active with it, I think, as, as time goes on. Uh, more conscious connection, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is when you're sleeping. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a good place to start, you know, um, if that's where you're at at this point. You know, it's, it's something's better than nothing is what I say. Oh, definitely. Right? Um, yes. You know, so awesome, Meg. Um, again, I just want to thank you so much for for carving out time to um, have this enlightening chat with us today on the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life podcast. And do you have any any parting, you know, last words of wisdom that you want to leave with us today? You know, we mentioned earlier how this year is so important, and and it's yeah. I really feel like it's a threshold breakthrough for humanity. I think there's so much light coming onto the planet now that it is it is illuminating the right brain. You know, it is waking us up, it is dissolving the veils. And so now's the time to really make this a priority, right? Cuz you cuz in a way the universe is is supporting us back. So I I just think this is an amazing time to be on the planet and and it it looks very chaotic out there but what's happening is all of what was normally hidden is now being revealed and it's all coming into the light. Everything will be revealed into the light. Think of it like you're walking around with like a big spotlight on your third eye, you know, like a miner's cap. You are radiating light into everything you do and it's changing the planet. So I I just encourage everyone to to take advantage of what's happening this year especially and just dive into it. It's it's you're only going to thank yourself later. It is it is really, really an amazing time to be here. Hmm. Thank you for adding that. I think that is really important for a lot of people to hear. Is uh <laughs> yeah, let's let's stop fighting it. Let's open up to right. it and just say, Hell yes. Hell <laughs> yes. Yes. Dive in. <laughs> dive in. Awesome, Meg. So thank you again for joining us. And, um, you know, thank you everybody for carving out time 
to join me and Meg today um, for the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Expert Series. And I'm Tanya Penny, your Self-Love Catalyst, Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Coach. And if you haven't yet, um, make sure you also download not only Meg's gift, but the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprint, the 10 keys to co-creating and living your healthy life of purpose, passion, abundance, and freedom. And you can find the link below um, this as well. So uh, my parting words are progress, not perfection. So as me and Meg were talking about earlier, you know, just a little, just a little bit of time um, spent every day. You don't have to take huge leaps or huge chunks of time to start putting, you know, these wonderful tips and tools um, into play, um, you know, and taking time really to connect with the divine um, all parts of you. So those are my parting words. So until next time, um, have a beautiful day, a beautiful week, and remember that um, you chose to be here at this time. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to leave us a favorable review at iTunes. And remember to visit TanyaPenny.com to receive all of your favorite free expert gifts, including Tanya's virtual workshop, The Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprint.